Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Sunshines! Hope you all are well. What a beautiful, lovely day. I'm happy Friday. Welcome, welcome to today's Q&A. We've decided to also not only have it here to take questions, um, but we're posting it in the podcast as well. So if you ever want to go back, you might have not have time, might not want to watch it via video, you always have that availability via the podcast, the Lives of Courage podcast, which I love doing. Okay, so I have four questions today, but feel free at any point to type in some questions, shout out questions you have for me as a cognitive behavioral coach, all the things that you might have wanted to ask me, but just might not have mailed it in hello at jessicastein.com or sent me a message via the Facebooks or the Instagram. So I am here for you. I really see this time on every Friday morning, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to just be here for you. We are going through so much right now, sweet friends. I mean, really and truly, no one expected this this pandemic, no one expected to have our lives dramatically altered in the way that they have been. And so oftentimes we are not ready for change when it comes or we we don't know how to change and we've not been taught what to do. We don't know often how to really modulate our emotional responses or understand or to monitor or manage what comes up for us. And so I really want to be of service and I want to help you as you're learning, as you're exploring, as you're doing all the things. I get a lot of of messages about really the challenges that people are facing right now. We didn't ever expect life to be this way, right? And so your brain is going to tell you your primitive brain's going to tell you the old way was better. The old way was the way I want it to be. I hate this. I don't want this right now. And we are all feeling so many different emotions, stress, overwhelm, fear, resentment, anger, sadness, uh, unmotivated, all the things, right? Moody, frustrated, impatient, stuck, stuck, stuck. Because our brains are saying, this isn't fair. So I want you to listen to those, those, those messages, those feelings that you have. And I want you to see what you are doing in response to that. You're trying not to feel that. So many of us are. We're not taught how to feel. And so we'll do anything but feeling the feelings. We'll go. And, and, and avoid, will hide. Because we have all of these emotions, because so much is required of us right now, we're overwhelmed and we just want to feel better. Um, my first one is, my first question is, what can I do to feel better? 
What is one thing I can do? Because I'm so over this. I'm so over feeling this way all the time. Because I know if you're anything like my clients, if you're anything like me, you want to be the best version of yourself for your children, for your marriage, for your family, for your your business, for your life, for your friends, for those around you. And what happens when you're stuck and can't find your way out? What happens if you've spent the last, I don't know, has it been six months? I think I made that up. Thinking it'll go back to the way it was before. I can handle this when my kids go back to school or I can handle this when I don't have to wear a mask or I can handle this when things aren't different. You might be super overwhelmed. So I want you to take the time to really reflect today or this weekend or whenever you have some moments on what is coming up for you. I want you to name it all. Some of you know that one of my greatest tools in my tool belt, right, as a cognitive behavioral coach is thought, our thought downloads. You're going to take, you're going to take time. You might want to write it out, all the things you're thinking, all the things that you're feeling, all the things that make you upset or mad or sad or glad or all the above, right? Because so often we don't create the space to process our experiences, to process our lives. We're in a constant spin, a constant fl flurry of, of action. Because if we stop, then we have to feel. So I'm asking you to stop today and feel and write it down. If you don't wanna write it down, if your brain's like, good heavens, I'm not getting a journal, speak it into your phone, tell your phone, and, and like audio record all the things that you're feeling right now. Because we know that an unmanaged mind is a mismanaged, a mind out of control, right? And so often we believe that it's just going to happen. We're just going to force new thoughts, but we don't take the time to do the work to reflect on where we're at right now. We want to feel better, but we don't want to have to do the work. So I'm inviting you to create the space to do the work and know that how you show up right now matters. And I want to give you the tools. If you are just getting by right now, if you're like, I'm just going to get through the day, I want to help you. If you're ready to get your life back, I got you, boo. So I want you to, to understand and to tell yourself it is possible to feel joy and to feel goodness and to feel all of the things right now. It is possible. But uh, we are scared. We are overwhelmed. Don't know what to do. Step one, name it to tame it, sweet friends. And, and really, that that is my, my recommendation. And so then, you know, I believe in the power of working with a coach. One of the other questions was like, I'm too scared to book a session with you. What is it like to work with you? First off, sweet friends, I'm not scary. And here's one of my values. I will never pressure anyone 
to, to coaching. I believe in your inherent worth to make choices for you. I don't need you to pick me as a coach for validation. So when you book a, a call with me to understand what it's like to work with me, there's no pressure. I want you to know that. I think so many of us are scared to, to talk to someone because we think, oh, we're going to have to hire him. I'll feel too guilty. I don't want to say no. It's not that. And so what it's like to work with a coach is you spend 50 minutes, you spend an hour once a week looking at your brain. You get homework, you can do it, can't, you don't need to do it. It doesn't matter, but you are seen in a way that you were probably not seen the other hours of, of, of the, the week. And oftentimes we want our friends, we want our spouses to be that for us, but they just don't have the training, right? And so we are giving ourselves a gift. When we say we want to do more, we want to see more, we want to experience more, we want to learn more, we want to get unstuck, we want to stop feeling this way, we want to stop letting the emotions dictate our lives, and we want to rewrite our story, we want to write a new story, that is where the work and uh, of being seen, of being heard, of being understood, of really of, of responding, it's really an invitation to look into your brain, look into your thoughts and emotions and decide, are these serving me? Are they helping me? Are they moving me forward? Or are they keeping me stuck? And really the process of coaching is also to learn about your brain and the way that we can manage our brains to, to, to create a new life for us, to achieve our goals, to, to show up as the best parent, the best wife, the best business owner, employee, employer that we can be. And so what often I do is, is I, I help people look at one of, one of the questions I had is why do I let myself down all the time? And so when we have the idea, like we are consistently letting ourselves down, when we are consistently, that's apparently a hard word for me, not showing up in the way we want to show up, what messages are you telling yourself about what you're doing? And here's the deal. So often we are giving ourselves, we are repeating thoughts over and over again. Thoughts like I do let myself down often. I am not right. I am not good enough. I am not worthy. I am not cut out for this. I am not the right mom. My kids need, I can't do this. So those thoughts are dominating your experience in the world. And those thoughts create emotions of overwhelm and, and all, all the emotions that we discussed at the beginning of this 10 minutes ago. They, they are all of those stress, overwhelm, fear, anxiety, sadness, grief, shame. So those thoughts create those emotions and those emotions create action, probably inaction. You're just not going to do anything. You're going to let yourself down by not taking action because you are just rehearsing in your mind over and over again. I can't do this. I 
I've never been able to do this. I always let myself down. And I truly believe the reason so many of us want to change, we desperately want to change, but we think it's all about the action. We think it's just we need to find the right right tool and we're going to put it into place. I'll find the right organizing system and suddenly I'll be organized. This was always me, right? It, it would just magically happen. And here's the deal. It is our thoughts and our emotions that drive the action. So if we are t- taking different action, it might work for a week, seven months, but all of a sudden that action is not sustainable. That drive, that willpower that we once had, we need new thoughts and new emotions to drive that action. And that's why we fall off the wagon. That's why we let ourselves down all the time. So when we are like, what can we do to feel better? We're naming what we're doing. We're like, well, this is happening, but I am human. I just haven't had the right tools to manage my mind right now. And I'm learning and I'm growing And in every moment, in in every day, I wake up and I say to myself, what can I learn? How can I grow? How can I step into more of my power? And that comes from changing your thoughts about yourself. And that comes from so much of what we do is recognize that primitive brain's response and all the messages that you have been receiving All the things that you have been telling yourself are just those limiting beliefs, thoughts you've practiced over and over again that you picked up from childhood. Those, 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 those automatic negative thoughts that come up because of that negativity bias in our brain. And we just see it over and over and over again. So we're rewiring our thoughts. We're telling that primitive brain, we're going to chish it right now, right? Like you can say what you want, but I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to let that voice dominate my world, dominate my life, dominate my experience. So we are changing the thoughts we think over and over again. We're saying there's another choice. And I want you to understand that in this work, Your brain, that primitive brain, will always want to choose comfort, choose pleasure. And taking the course of change, taking the course of new action with new thoughts, creating new thoughts and new emotions to get new action, will always feel uncomfortable. It is the opposite of comfort. And so I believe, and I have a podcast coming out about this, and I'm super excited that the choice we make every day is to show up in everyday courage, in small acts of courage. We are training our brains to feel fear and still do the thing. So I want you to think about, I want to invite you to understand that you can do hard things. You can change the story. You do not have to let yourself down all the time. That is not your reality. That doesn't have to be your experience. You can choose right now that that stops today. You can 
choose new thoughts, new beliefs, good morning, new beliefs, new experiences, and say, I am done with the past. I am done with the past version of me, of my thoughts that have held me back and limited me for so long that have kept me stuck. And today in this moment, and you will have to choose it moment by moment, I choose me. I choose the the, the me that I know I am. And that requires new thoughts, new emotions, and new actions. And that is turning away from comfort and turning towards courage in every moment. So I want you to really think about what is, is coming up for you. And again, when we're trying to feel better, we're going to explore what what is coming up? What is happening? Why am I letting myself down? And there is no blame. There is no shame. So many times we don't want to feel our negative emotions. I hear this from all of my clients and myself, right? Like we're like, I can't feel this. This is uncomfortable. No one's taught me how. This feels, right? Unsettling. It feels disorienting. I hate feeling uncomfortable and change is that. And that's what we are all going through. If you haven't listened to managing your brain in a pandemic, I highly recommend it. It's a podcast I did. I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. It all blurs together in my mind, but really we are in this constant. We've all had this traumatic life event or dramatic life event. And so our brains have been required to change. And you see some of us like, ah, I'm, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to, I'm going to find what I need. I'm going to rewrite my story of how I respond to change. And then you have those sweet people who are like, not on my watch. I will not change. I will not, I will not, this is not happening. I'm going to pretend like my way of life is the old way. I'm just going to hold to it. So I want you to approach all of this work from curiosity instead of anger and aggression and and bitterness and shame. We're just going to do it. We're just going to, we're going to choose something right now. Because here's the, here's what I want to tell you. You cannot beat yourself up to change. It might work for one month, seven months. As we said before, I don't know where I came up with seven months. But it is not sustainable. And how many of us have, like, we put on our pants and like, that's it. This time it's different. These pants are too tight. I'm awful. I've let myself down. I've not shown up the way I want to show up. I'm disgusting. How does that work out for you? In the past, how has that negative self-talk like driven you to like that emotion of anger and disgust and just shame? What action has that driven you to, to take? And that action is never real. It's never sustainable. It's never true. It's never what we need. So we are doing the deep work to accept our emotion, not resist it, 
not shame ourselves, just, just really understand and accept and embrace it. And on the other side, to say, I care about myself enough. I am worthy enough that I choose something new. I choose a new story. So I want you to look at what, how that's working in your life. And, and oftentimes people will ask, why do I beat myself up all the time? Why am I so negative? Well, A, it's how our brains are wired. Super sorry about that. That negativity bias, it's how our, all our brains are wired. Nothing has gone wrong. Nothing is wrong with you. You are not deficient. Last night, I forget this, this, this um, conversation. I think so many of us see, see ourselves and we think we have a defect. We have a personality defect. We have a mental illness, de- like something's wrong with our brains because we aren't we're beating ourselves up, we're letting ourselves down, we're not taking action in the right way, we're not organized enough, all the things that come up for you. We're not a great enough parent. What if we could see it's just skill deficits, not personality defects? And I say this about children too. Oftentimes we will assign children, teenagers, they're, they're lazy, they're bad, they are doing all the wrong things. They are choosing this. And what if it's a skill that they just haven't learned yet? What if something needs to change to create the skills, to, to teach the skills in their brain? Oftentimes, you know, I get so worked up about the way we teach emotions. And we think that it's just a given that kids know how to process their emotions when we don't know how. Oh, sweet friends, we are grace-filled and compassionate and empathetic, and we give ourselves that. I had a client um, that asked me, how do I know if I'm being compassionate to myself or letting myself off the hook? And this is one of my most interesting topics for myself as well. Uh, Because I have done this work for so long, I'm super, I'm overly compassionate, right? You've heard me say this before. I'm like, don't worry. I mean, I I like talk to myself as like pumpkin. Not always, but sometimes I do. If I've missed a goal I've set for myself, don't worry. You tried your best, which is super helpful, right? But at times we have to recognize when we're, limiting ourselves and when we are being kind and compassionate and we can be both it's not either or but our brains want to think in black and white it wants to think in either or that's just the way our brains are made so we are rewiring how we process we are rewiring how we see the world and we are at time but i have one more question but i i have Something, something. Why do I beat myself up all the time? Because we're telling ourselves thoughts that we aren't good enough. And we think shame is the way to change. Shame and blame. We are in that game. Oh, look at me. And, and, and we are, I want you to decide that if you go down that road, you're going to gently bring yourself back. That for so long, our brain is wired most of our brains especially 
for my, as my shirt says, for all womankind, 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 womankind. We have been shamed and blamed, and then we internalize that. And so when we start rewriting a new, a new story, when we start changing, our brain is going to panic. So we're going to beat ourselves up more. We're going to try to whip ourselves back into the way we were. The way we were was not helpful or serving us, but there is comfort in dysfunction that we've created in our brain. And when you're saying to your brain, I want to change the way I am right now is not okay with me. I'm not okay with beating myself up. I'm not okay with treating myself the way I would never allow anybody else to treat me. And you create almost that, that sense of cognitive dissonance. Your brain's like, what? You've always acted this way. And now you're saying there's a new way that you want to do this is so confusing. So you're going to recognize that your brain's primitive emotional response is to beat yourself up. You'll be like, there it is again. It's okay. I'm human. Of course, I am feeling this way. Of course, I am just going back to habitual patterns. But that stops now. And you really are having a conversation with yourself back and forth to say, like, no, I choose something else. In every moment, in every day, in every year, we are choosing the next version of ourselves. Okay, sweet friends, last one. I can't do it all. Work, schooling, relationships, all the things. What do I do? It was really interesting. I, I will be honest, if nothing, I am overly honest because I believe that is, is always the best policy. This week, virtual schooling, kid with learning differences, running a business, managing a family. I have a child who is struggling with an illness that we cannot figure out. Allergies, life, migraine, like... And so, so our primitive brain's response and mine too, because I don't want to get rid of that. I don't want to dampen that. I mean, I do want to dampen it, but I don't want to get rid of it because our primitive brain is designed to keep us safe and to look for danger and always be alerting us to the lions and tigers and bears, oh my, in the world. And so we don't want to, to just get rid of that part of us. We need that response. To always be on the lookout. But here's the deal. Sometimes we have errors in our, in our brain. So my brain was saying, you were doing all the things. And it feels overwhelming. So look at your thoughts. Look at what you were feeling. And I could feel my anxiety ramp, ramping up. Something's wrong with him. He's never going to be okay, right? It's those, we all love all or nothing thinking. Or like, this is permanent. We're doing that with coronavirus, even though we know it's not permanent. Our way of life is changing, yes. We do it with our thoughts. We do it with our emotions. Our child will always be this way. Our situation will always be this way. Our husband will always act this way. Our children will never behave. Our brains go to that 
worst case. And oftentimes, our brains want to live there. They want to live in that overwhelm. And so what we are doing when we are naming it all is that we're saying, okay, sweet brain, I'm choosing something else. I'm choosing a new pattern. And so I, because I do my thought downloads, because I do my work, I was, I, I, I saw it happening. It's like, oh my heavens, my brain is scared. I'm scared I can't do it all, of course. I'm really great at thinking there's too much to do. So I want you to look at your thoughts. And I want you to invite yourself into a new relationship with yourself and to choose to feel and then on the other side of that think thoughts on purpose. My thought is everything is working out. God's got this. I am managing myself. I'm managing my fears and I am choosing to navigate this for everyone. I am choosing to be the emotional strength in this moment. So I want to invite you, sweet friends, to to choose a new way. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you for every Friday. I'm grateful for your time. I'm grateful for your belief in yourself. As I was saying on the Courageous Life Society, I'm like, we're all doing the work. We could have, we could choose to sit back and give up. We all could choose to sit back and stay stuck and give up and say, this is too overwhelming and too hard. But you are here right now. We are doing the work at all times because we have a belief, a belief in ourselves, a belief in the, in, in, in our brains that we can change our experience. We can change our emotional life. We can change our experience in the world. And we are called to live bigger lives. We are called to not stay stuck because we get, I I feel like this is a mantra. Thank you, Mary Oliver, the poet. We get this one precious, wild and precious life. How do you want to live it? I don't want to live it being small and being stuck and being overwhelmed. That is not a way to live your life, sweet friends. Okay, I love you all. Have a great and wonderful week. Hi, I'm sorry. If you have any questions, I can take questions if you have anything for me, but I am so, so grateful. I I just know that you all are showing up for yourselves because you believe in your own power, in your own goodness, in your own strength. You understand that there is a new way for you and that you are on that journey and you're like, I got this. I can do this. Every day I'm showing up even when I'm afraid. Okay, sweet friends. I did it. 20 minutes and it's only 30 minutes. I feel like, look at me go. I'm getting really good (laughs) at time frames. Okay, hugs to you all. See ya. 
And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.